the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today, uh, I'm going to be a good leader. Remember, the number one commodity of a leader is hope. We should be hope peddlers. And uh, I want to bring some hope today. You know, the Book of Wisdom, the Book of Proverbs says that iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. You know, there is mutual benefit in the rubbing of two blades together. You know, the edges become sharper, making the knives more efficient in their task. And this can be the power of adversity. So we have a tendency to play the victim and fretting and complaining and keeping a pound of flesh when we get pushed and challenged, when we have the injustices and the unfairness, what, what we call is a struggle, right? It's uh, adversity, And in the old days, adversity was a way to make us better. We improve ourselves and those around us by learning how to overcome, by learning how to function in the fire. And today we're blessed because uh, I'm going to have a couple of graduates join us. Uh, They happen to work for the same company. One of our big companies that we're working with is Iron Mechanical, a large mechanical company there in uh, Sacramento, California. Uh, Terry Rissey is a good friend with uh, Brad Desjardin, Neil Descor, who, uh, I mean, Neil, uh, um, I forgot Neil's, uh, Cordero, Neil Cordero. And they, in my training 20 years ago, uh, started a company together called Descor. Uh, great company, successful company. They've actually had the employees buy them out of it now. They're in a uh, consulting role. But Terry Rissey is one of Brad's best friends. And Terry watched as Brad built this company from the ground up and used our training. And so... Uh, Terry reached out to me a couple years ago about our, our leadership training and, uh, uh, his son was supposed to go, but actually his nephew went through, I think Micah, Micah went through it, had a great class. Micah's become a friend, but Jed never went. And then, uh, f- for, fast forward two years and, uh, I get a phone call and I guess Jed should go to this class. Jed said, so we got Jed in class and the rest is history. He's on fire. He's taking that company to another level. They're sending all their people through. And, you know, one of the great things about our training is when we send a couple people together, we bond them. You know, I always tell business owners, send a handful because it's always good to have someone that you know after the class is over. And the reason I like to have people that you work with go through this class because I've done it privately for companies, Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nabisco. I've done private classes for Cintas. Uh, I think it was Nabisco I did a couple of private classes for. And so everybody next to each other works together. And it makes the training a little more difficult at the beginning because you got to be uncomfortable. you got to get outside yourself. you you got to quit worrying about what you look like. But, man, when it's over, 
uh, it's incredible, the bond. These people like each other. These people are brothers and sisters. These people have overcome together. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Uh, they've seen them laugh. They've seen them cry. They've overcome things together. Uh, man, what a great bond. What an incredible thing. So I have a lot of companies that send two to six people to a class. Brad used to do that, would send four to six people to a class. So not only would they get the experience, but they'd also have people that they work with, that they went through the training with, to keep it alive. And so uh, Jed's now doing the same thing with Iron Mechanical that uh, Brad and Neil did with Descore Builders. Uh, and so today we're going to be joined, just happens to be, both of them are employees uh, from uh, uh, Iron Mechanical. Both of them knew each other going in, and both of them had transformational experiences. You see, I live my training the way we're supposed to live our lives, like it matters, with a sense of urgency. You know, planes crash and people die, it's a fact of life. You know, I have a saying, I don't know who said it, but I start my class with this. It's the first handout in their manual. It says this, it's 11.59 on the clock of destiny. You've only got a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's only a minute, but eternity is in it. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we got to realize. Our time is a limited commodity. Planes crash and people die. Uh, if you're a believer in God, I believe our time on this planet is shorter than it's ever been because the rapture is near. And so whether it's near or far, what if you lived your life like you were dying tomorrow? What if you lived your life with a sense of urgency? What if you had a, a, a real dream? You know, that's what Dr. King said. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they're not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Dr. King was saying, listen, don't judge me by my, my non-choices. I didn't choose the color of my skin. I didn't choose my socioeconomic background I was born into. I didn't choose what country I was born into. So why would you judge me based on choices that weren't mine? But he said, character, my choices, how I handle adversity, how I overcome unfairness, uh, how I treat people around me, uh, how I respond to how other people treat me, that's called my character. Those are my choices. Judge me on that. And see, vision plus hope equals a dream. And, you know, failure is part of life. And a lot of us, when we fail in life as little kids, we start abusing ourselves. We start trash-talking ourselves. We start telling ourselves we're less than. We start with uh, fear of rejection, having to be perfect, low self-esteem, low self-worth. These things have become massive barriers as we get older. And the problem is we have our own pain, our own trauma, our own drama, and then our lives intersect with another person and our hearts flutter. And we want to have physical relations and we want to be intimate with that person. And we think we want to spend our lives with that person. And so then we bring our stuff and we merge it with their stuff. And here's the problem. A lot of us have a lot of bad stuff from the past. And that bad stuff is keeping us from being fully ourselves. So we're a fraction of what we could be. You know, our employees are a fraction of what they could be because our employees are struggling with divorce and uh, rape and molestation, abuse, suicide, depression. Our, our employees are struggling with family of origin issues. They're fa fa struggling with family issues. They're wondering if they're loved, if they're appreciated, if they have any purpose. They're struggling in finding the answer to a God. And so even your best of your employees, you're probably getting an 80% employee. 
because they all got trauma, drama. They all got stuff that's holding them back. They all got fears and doubts. And in my training, they get on fire. They get cleaned up. And so when they come out, uh, you got more of a person. The more committed, the more passionate, the, they're healed up. Their heart is resuscitated. Their mind is refocused. And so you got a better employee. And what happens is it's a smelting process. You, I always love the, the smelting process. There are three things that you need to take a chunk of rock that has some precious metal in it and turn it into all precious metal. You need flux, you need dross, and you need precious. See, dross is all that crap that gets attached to us through our lives that has no value. It's actually the definition of dross in metallurgy is called the scum or unwanted material that forms on the surface of molten metal. Waste or foreign material. See, and, and as we go through our lives, stuff attaches to us. Pains, hurts, traumas, dramas, uh, insecurities, a family of origin issues. And then our life comes and intersect with another life, and we bring our crap into their life. And whenever you multiply fractions, if you think about it, you always get less, not more. If you multiply three-fourths times three-fourths, you don't get one and a half. That's adding them. But when you go forth and multiply... Three fourths and three fourths is, is, is right. You got my point. Is less. One times one is one, but something less than one times something less than one is less than one. So you need dross, you need precious, and you need flux. And flux is the action or process of flowing or flowing out, and a nominal abnormal discharge. Uh, to treat a metal object with a flush to promote melting. Ladies and gentlemen, the trials of our lives, they're going to make us bitter or better. The trials of our life, they're either going to melt us and crush us, or they're going to bring out the precious in us. That fine metal, that fine gold, that irreplaceable stuff, that precious. And that's what you are inside of every single human being. we got to get through the dross, add some flux, so we can get to the precious. And today... You're going to hear from two precious individuals who raised the bar and are living life at another level. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult, and I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows, I've walked on glass, I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
The world has changed. Our economy has changed. And now, more than ever, it's important that your retirement savings is set up to generate income, real money, in your bank account month after month while still controlling your principal. And that's what we do. We're Ferguson Financial. We set up people for retirement income. Call us today, 888-429-5569. And check out our retirement income program, Saturdays at 11 a.m. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. You know, uh, I am so blessed because a lot of people spend their lives figuring out why they're here. It's one of the things I get paid to do, help people answer those existential questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet to make one bit of difference that you were given the gift of life, what difference did it make? That's because I don't need to look for what I'm here for. I know what I'm here for till the day God raptures me or puts me in a box. Uh, I'll be doing it. Uh, I've been doing it for 30 years, uh, and hopefully he has me out of here soon, so I'm not sure how much longer I'll be doing it. But until he takes me back, uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. And what I get to do is help people realize what they get to do. I create an environment for people to clean themselves up, uh, to take their lives to another level. Uh, to take a personal inventory, take a look at your strengths, take a look at your weaknesses, work on reinforcing the strengths and minimizing the soft areas. Uh, and I create a great environment. It's not me who changes life. The environment works if people just commit. Uh, and today you're going to hear from two people who committed, and they're going to tell you the benefits that no matter what is going on to your life up until now, you can change it when you want in the right setting. So let's go phone lines. Let's welcome uh, Victor to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Victor? I'm doing great, Mr. Black. Is it a great week to be alive? It's an amazing week to be alive. Probably the most amazing yeah, I've that, ever had. Oh, that's so cool. How old are you, Victor? I'm 46. 46, married. What, you got five, six kids? What do you got? I got five kids. I got three sons and two daughters. Awesome. And you work for Iron Mechanical, great company who sent you this training. So... Uh, you, what were you told about the training? Why were they told, uh, why were they, you told you were going to go? What, what was the thing you were told about going to this class? You know, kind of the neat thing about it is they were, they were a little tight lipped about it. It it was kind of just, uh, 
uh, brought to me as, as a leadership training, and, and they did, really didn't give much. And I'm almost glad they did it that way uh, because, I mean, it was uh, such a profound experience for me in, in my life. And um, I, I really wasn't expecting it to be anything like what it was. Yeah, you were expected to be like a typical, when you hear leadership, most training out there, Victor, you know this now, that's called leadership training as management. Uh, there's a place for it. I'm not saying anything about it, but I do it too. Uh, but it's management, you know, and you thought you were going to look at some PowerPoints, some overheads, uh, right? stuff like that, right? That's exactly correct. Uh, just kind of the status <laughs> like, quo training. Yeah. yeah. Check, check a box. You get a certificate. Okay, I did my duty, right? That type of thing, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but five minutes into my class, here we are. We're five minutes into it. The first person has been called out of their chair. What's going through your head? You know, I think it was Mr. Press. Was it Mr. Press? No, it was it uh, Mr. Davis? Was uh, the Davis. Person. Mr. Davis. Yeah, so Davis yeah, out of his chair. Uh, so what's going through your head? You know, I, I, I bet if you could look at the chair I was sitting in, I probably I probably left impressions from my fingers. I was just clinched <laughs> to that thing because I was like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? And, you know, yeah. to, to be honest, there was there was some fear there. There was uh, yeah. it was overwhelming. I mean, it was uh, it was yeah. quite a shock. Yeah. And to me, it's uh, it's uh, I bring the fire. Right. That's fire. That's why I equate it to the fiery furnace. You know, a fiery furnace, you got to put this precious metal that has a lot of crap attached to it in really intense heat. That's pressure. Uh, and that intense heat, that pressure melts it down. And it's not melting it down to be mean to it. It's not melting it down because when I was younger, I got beat up by a chunk of gold. It's not melting it down because my wife doesn't love me. It's melting it down to separate it from that which is impure. And so that's what we did. We had to put a lot of pressure on you to separate the dross, that which you went through life and attached to you that has no value, from that thing that is of great value, which is your head and heart. That that makes sense now, correct? Absolutely, one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think for you? If you had to pinpoint something, what's the biggest takeaway? Here you are. You're a few days removed from my class. Uh, what's the biggest takeaway you feel you've gotten from the class? Oh, gosh, there's so many, but I think if I had to put put my finger on one, um, it's just uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, I was in a fog. I, I, I think I spent, I, I, I was saying to my wife probably most of my life, but I, I think now that probably my whole life, just kind of getting by, just kind of, uh, you know, not not being in the now moment, not being alert, aware, just kind of existing. And, uh, and that was unfair to everyone around me, to myself, to my, my wife, my children, uh, my coworkers, my family, you know, random people. I just, I think my biggest takeaway is that uh, I am going to make every single minute of every single hour that I'm allowed and blessed to be on this planet uh, count. And, and it's going to count big. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit and zone out. I'm not going to, I, I want to be in it. I want to be in it a hundred percent. I want to experience Every little bird chirp, every little leaf fall from a tree, every every uh, conversation that I have with a human being, I want I want every moment of it, and and I was blessed to have it, and uh, I, I'm going to make sure uh, that I count that blessing, and that it, and that I make sure that uh, you know how many what do we you know eight, eighteen hours, nineteen hours a day that you're awake, yeah. uh, every hour, every minute yeah. of those hours are going to count for me. 
Amen. Amen. And that you, you lived that in the class, right? That's what you lived in the class. Remember I said for two and a half days, it's going to be in the narrow path for two and a half days. We're going to do it differently. And then I said, when you walk out this door without even thinking about it, you're going to act different. You're going to look at people different. You're going to carry yourself different. Have you noticed that? Oh, absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the head so many times in so many different ways. I, one thing I wanted to mention to you, I didn't get a chance to, but I, I had probably three conversations in the airport and in the airplane just on the way home that were some of the, the most aware and alert and, and intimate relationship with people. I would have never, I would have never taken the time. I was just kind of a, hi, how you doing guy? You know, just, hi, how you doing? You know, yeah. just to acknowledge someone and move on. And, and I, man, I had conversations. I, I got to know people like the, these people you would talk to them. And after the first couple of seconds or minute, you saw a change in their face because they really saw yeah. that I was, into them and into that moment and, and that the conversation was so real and I've never experienced that in my life. And it was, uh, I, it's so profound. Yeah. It's, it affects every aspect. And that's why I do the training. So strange people wonder at the time, why is this, why is he doing this? Why do I have to look at him? Why, why can't I take notes? Why can't, uh, everything I'm telling you, I'm working at the unconscious level and, uh, uh, everything affects you and, and we're unconscious creatures. And so, so much stuff has been programmed into us that we weren't aware of. That's why we consciously want to do something different. But because of the programming in the unconscious mind, because of all the patterns for the last 30, 40, 46 years, uh, we can't get out of those things. You need that shock. You need that, uh, that narrow uh, path. And I showed you the narrow path. What, what's the biggest difference at work? You've been in the work. This is your third day back at work. What's your, what are you noticing different at work? Uh, well, just some of the same things that I talked about. I, I run anywhere from 16 to 18 employees in my department, and uh, I hadn't really taken the time to get to know really any of them. And I, I, didn't, I wasn't validating any of them. I wasn't uh, empowering them. Um, and, I mean, I've, you know, some of these people are kind of rallying around me already. They see the change. They see the difference. And yeah. uh, it's amazing when you're focused and when you have commitment and when you have purpose, uh, yeah. how people start to kind of follow that. They, they really pick up on it. Yeah, isn't that incredible? And, uh, yep. It is amazing. Yep. It's amazing. It's incredible. And not only that, so you're a better employee, you're a better human being, you're interacting, connecting. You had three of the best conversations you've ever had in your life as you're leaving my thing at the airport. That shows you something. So your personal life, yeah. uh, the life with uh, other at work, and now what about your home life? Man, I got the most beautiful email from your wife, and now she's going. But what have you noticed at home, and, and what has your wife told you about what she's seen? Yeah, I mean, my wife has always been supportive of me, but we've had struggles. You know, we've gone through uh, some some really tough things together, and uh, and we were honestly, Mister Black, probably right on the edge of uh, probably not moving forward together in this life, and and that has changed. Uh, we're renewed in our commitment to to work through some of our issues. Uh, she, you know, I she's cried probably thirty times since I've been home. Just stuff that I've just things that she's seen in me and, and she never thought I was really capable of change. Cause I got to tell you, Mr. Black, I've, I've been a really stubborn, really, uh, bullheaded, uh, kind of a person, you know? And, and then, so with, with the stuff that I learned from your class and the changes that I've made in my life, the focus that I have, I, I'm excited about every day. I'm excited about things that I'm going to do in our life and we're going to do together. 
and uh, it's mm. just taken her back quite a bit. She's, uh, uh, uh. I think she's still kind of taking it all in. Yeah, and then we talked yesterday, and she's going to be in class August 18th, which is no better way to help you keep it going than to have your wife equally yoked with you. And she's scared, and she's anxious and nervous. Uh, but, you know, Miss Davenport, you know, way to do it, scared, anxious, nervous, and look at how she flowered. She blossomed. Uh, Absolutely. Well, you got people listening to me, uh, Victor, have been listening to me for eight years now. A lot of people know about my training. What would you tell someone? Should they go to my training, and why should they go to my training? Well, I would say, Mr. Black, that I think that, you know, one of the things that I learned is that we all carry around this this crap. Um, yep. And I think not only the person that I'm talking to, but everyone could, should go to this class and they should go immediately. They should go as soon as they yeah. can, because if they wait for two months, then that's just two more months that they're going to be living kind of in that fog and not in yeah. the now moment. And, and I, gosh, I wish I could, I was just talking to an 18 year old young man that I work with today. And I told him about the class and I told him, man, if I, the only, I, and I don't live in the grit and I don't really live in the past yeah. anymore, but boy, if I could, if I could have taken a bite out of this when I was 18 years Amen. old, oh, uh, my gosh, yeah. boy, yeah, priceless, I might huh? be priceless. the president. Now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. A much better one than we got now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend. Uh, we're, we're getting ready. It'll go to a hard break. I appreciate you. Give my best to everybody at Iron Mechanical. Okay, buddy? I will. Love you, Mr. Black. Take care. All right. Love you too, buddy. God bless you. Ah, hope peddlers. That's what a leader does. They peddle hope. If you think that was good, wait till our next caller after the break. Stay tuned. We'll be back in three minutes. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, and I'm still mad at timeshare companies. For over a decade, I've been fighting to clean up the timeshare industry by getting folks out of bad timeshares. But after all those battles, I'm still asked, how do they sell timeshares for $25,000 when they're available online for only a dollar? Here's how they do it. They lie. They tell you things like, timeshare's a great investment. You can go anywhere, anytime, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Everything they do to get you to sign a timeshare agreement is part of a well-planned trap. If you've ever been held hostage at a timeshare presentation and bought, Wesley Financial Group is here to help. To date, we've canceled timeshares for over 30,000 families. And I guarantee you this, we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation guide. 800-478-7733. That's 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. 
Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. You know, I love the week after class because uh, all the rest of the time on this radio show, I'm, I'm coaching. I'm telling you how you work. I'm telling you how you create experience. I'm telling you how you're being manipulated, uh, how there's uh, 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 mass formation, how you're being programmed to society, how you're being ginned up your anger how the narrative is getting controlled. I'm telling you how you move people. This is how a leader would move people. This is how a salesperson would move a person. This is how parents or those in the manipulation arts would move people. And this is how your government's moving you. This is how Facebook's moving you. This is how social media and media, state-run media and the deep state's moving you. So all I want to do is make you aware of being unaware. And as you'll hear from all of our graduates, one of the greatest things is they leave there with this awareness. It's sensory acuity where they become aware of being unaware. Everything's more heightened. They're, what they see, what they hear, what they feel, they're more aware of it. Uh, matter of fact, the gentleman you're about to hear from, he told me when he came back from class, and I, I work you hard. I mean, you leap, you pour yourself out. He said he had so much to do, he couldn't sleep. He went worn out, tired, and just started checking boxes, getting things accomplished because the time is now. There's stuff to do. So let's go ahead and go to line number two, and let's welcome James to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, James? Great, Mr. Black. How you doing, sir? Uh, it is. Uh, I'm in the hands of God, brother, just like you in the hands of God. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you're busy uh, building stuff. But uh, this last weekend, your building project was you, huh? <laughs> 100% all about fixing yeah. me. Yeah, isn't that incredible? You know, you spend time, you work for Iron Mechanical. What do you guys build? You guys build stuff. What do you build? Uh, we primarily do high-rises. Uh, we do large resorts and hotels. Um, okay. Sometimes we do uh, courthouses and uh, just anything that's big in the Bay Area, we build it. Well, you know, Jim, uh, James, sorry, uh, you fall under that category. James is a big boy, and he's in the Bay Area. So Jay, <laughs> so this last weekend, James, you were working on yourself. Uh, and you know all those big projects, those casinos, those high-rises, they can take years to build. Uh, and the thing about us is our building project never ends, right? We're under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. What did you think you were going to class for? I mean, why do you think they sent you? Why do you think they asked you to go? What was your thought going into class of why you were there? Initially, I thought the ownership was sending me down there just to sharpen my leadership skills, to be more uh, efficient at what I do since I work with so many different levels of people in the tr industry. 
being a superintendent, you know, I deal with a lot of people. So I just thought it was a, you know, let's take ourselves to the next level of how we operate in the field. And how you interact with people, right? Yeah. But, I mean, and technically you did get that, right? I mean, you you did get that. And that's probably if you had to list a, a list of everything you got from it, that would pre- probably be way at the bottom of the list. But you did get that, correct? Right. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely 100%. Yeah. So I'm going to ask the same thing. And you, you weren't first. You were third. But, you know, when Mr. Davis uh, was called up and he went first, five minutes into it, what are you thinking? What's going through your head, James? Oh, I was thinking uh, initially that the dude was going to uh, explode <laughs> and uh, really wanted to curious to see how that was going to play out, man. But, uh, you know, he, he ended up being uh, one of the uh, most inspirational guys uh, in the class. Yeah, I love him. And he's going to be on us, uh, with us on Friday's show. He's a... Uh, great guy man there's probably as much growth in him outwardly visibly that you could see in anybody and he was a pretty yeah. sharp guy going into it he went you know he was pretty sharp going into it but man the depth of him now the depth of his character the depth of his opportunity to commit to people and be involved with people just stunning so well, at, at some point a shift takes place where all of a sudden you realize what this training's about and all of a sudden it takes over you find yourself getting into it more it kind of like envelops you it kind of takes over at some point, that shift took place for you. Were you aware of where it took place at? Um, absolutely. Um, and I will say that point happened when you so masterfully put together all of the different sciences with the word, and you, you the way you married those truths together and then how does do exercises that proved yep. it in the moment in real life <laughs> that yep. just was like to me it was monumental because i'm a believer and i know it by faith i don't yeah. know any science i've never heard anybody yep. put that together so well so yeah. and then to be able to stand us up and put us through the the, the proof yeah. of it blown yep. away brother yeah, and I kind of set you up. It's like uh, in, in the in the the world of uh, psychological games. It's called N I G Y S O B. Now I got you, S O B. You know what S O B stands for? It's like a vo- it's like a volleyball player. You know, volleyball player. You have a setter. You know, someone hits the ball up and it sets it to the setter. The setter's sole job is to set it up so that someone can slam it. And we do that game a lot. You know, the book is uh, The Games People Play by Dr. Eric Byrne. It was written in 1965 or 66, and it identifies 140 psychological games that people are playing that nobody's winning, but everybody's keeping score. You know, they're not, they're not positive games, and we all play right. them. And, and what I did is I set you up because I basically the first half of the class I sold you. I created a belief system. I said, here's what's going on. And what I do is I take the science because that's my background. Uh, I'm a psychologist by trade, a layman psychologist. Uh, but I know cognitive behavioral therapy, transactional analysis, logotherapy, emotional intelligence, all that. So I, I set out a thesis for you. And I never leave God out because God's all parts of all life. We can't put God in a box anymore. We could have done it for 20 years ago, 30 years ago, but we're at the end now. And God's not willing to be put in a box anymore. It's time to decide. And so I share my faith. And, and when I talk about a human being, I, I teach people how they work. My background in NLP is basically the owner's manual for the human experience. And what I did is I started learning how God made us. I would then go to Scripture 
to support it. But you know why? Because I knew you would get holier than our Christians in my class. Say, oh, no, that's not. No, that's against God. Oh, that's new age. Oh, yeah. you can't do yeah. that. And by the way, James, I, probably, I want you know, I got a lot of that from a lot of holier than our Christians over the last 30 years. But you know what it imagine. did for me? It drove me to prove it. I had to prove to myself because if I ever was doing anything that dishonored God, I'd stop doing it. Just let you know. If I was aware and you could prove to me this is dishonoring God, it would be gone uh, before we could finish that sentence that you're finishing right now. Just let you know. And so I had to sell myself. You know, in sales, they say the first sell takes place with yourself. You've got to believe in it yourself before you can truly step out and sell it to another person. Uh, and so that's what I did. And then once I got you, start, started getting you to believe what I was saying, you're right. Then Friday night, now let me show you. Let's turn this classroom into laboratory and let me show you how daddy made you. Because when I read yeah. my Bible, the, the best way to read it is when I said, daddy said this, daddy made us this way because daddy tells us to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Daddy would never tell us something that he didn't equip us to do. Daddy tells us to hold our th tongue. That is the most dangerous of all of our organs. And if daddy told us to do it, daddy's going to equip us to do it. Daddy told us to focus only on those things that are good and pure. Why? Because he knows the power of our focus. Daddy told us almost 400 times, do not fear. Why? Because there's 1,400 ailments attached to fear. Uh, and he tells us almost once a day, do not fear, because God knows how fear affects us. Daddy told us to only have two options, light or darkness, death or life blessing or curse, narrow road or wide road. Why? Because daddy knows how easily we're confused. You see what I'm saying? I take that and yeah. this is why it's this way. And that's what got you. That hooked you like and your jaw dropped open. Like, whoa, that makes all the sense in the world, right? 100% sir. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, like I said, a uh, little quick background. Uh, I got saved back in 1999 and I went through a tremendous amount of turmoil uh, in understanding and correcting myself over the years and going through stages of being religious and then just watching that backfire and going through the pain of making those mistakes. And uh, one thing I will say is there was no religiosity in there. This is nope. really about the truth. It was about God's word and about how well uh, you put that together it was just admirable, sir. Well, thank you. And I, I hate religion, uh, not as much as God does. I always tell people, you read that Bible, you'll see three things. Number one, the one group of people Jesus attacked were religious people. So yeah. stop with your holier-than-thou people. Your sin is between you and yeah. God. My sin's between me and God. Now let's get on with it. God, you know, okay. leave room for God's judgment. Vengeance of mine, declares the Lord, right? Number two, the one group of people that Jesus always protected was sinners, he always took okay. care of those that people wanted to attack. And the third thing is there was one group of people or one group of who always knew who he was, and that was demons. So the fact that yeah. someone knows who Jesus is, they go, I know Jesus. Well, so do the demons. What, what's your point? Yep. Knowing Jesus, exactly. gnosis and epigenosis are two different things. What's the biggest benefit so far? What do you think is the biggest takeaway, James, you got from this training? Well, I would say 100% my biggest takeaway was – uh, coming face to face with uh, the most, I'll say it this way, I knew I had these obstacles and have never really found the inner drive or determination to push myself to the limits. And, you know, it, 
again, I can't even tell you the layers of masterfulness that you 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 exercised. And what what happened was, I had to face those. And not only did I had to face those, I had to own up to them. And I knew at that point that this is unacceptable, man. I really need to give my hundred because when I'm at eighty, when I'm at eighty-five, ninety, uh, you know, that is ten times less than my hundred. And so uh, the potential that's locked up in each one of us individually cannot really be uh, lived if we're not at that hundred or striving for that hundred. Amen. And our goal is all those at Iron Mechanical and all those we are past cross to get them as high to that 100% as we can. So God bless you, my friend. Uh, give my best to everybody. And thanks for giving Jed a big hug for me. Okay, my friend? Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Black. Have a great day. Bye. All right, buddy. God bless. I'm Black. We'll be back after these messages. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you tired of bouncing over your sunken apron into your garage, shoveling snow off an uneven driveway, or stubbing your toe on your uneven sidewalk? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We can fix your settled concrete with a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Expert Concrete Raising uses a high-density polyurethane foam. It doesn't deteriorate, shrink, or wash away over time. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact a second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening.
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Does your life matter? If you are right now stand before God and him ask you, what difference did you make? What would you say to them? Yeah, sure, you showed up to work. Yeah, and sure, you gave your 10% tithe that comes automatically out of your paycheck. And sure, you checked that box and did that thing they call a mission trip. And sure, you, you, you give that homeless guy a dollar every once in a while. And you do your best to get to church, at least on Christmas and Easter, at least. CEOs, right? I mean, what's the purpose for your life? There, there comes an accounting. And a lot of us get wrapped up in our past, and we are defined by our past. And I, I've never believed in determinism. You know, the uh, there was just a huge warning from the intelligence community about all this DNA material. All you people out there sending out your DNA so you can find out how much of a victim you are. All those people that you need to find out what happened 300 years ago to someone that had your same blood flowing through their system. Uh, now they're saying that now all this information, now China has it. And it's going to be used as a bioweapon. So it's amazing how God's allowing our victimhood, our self-righteous, our pity party, our feeling sorry for ourselves, our keeping our pound of flesh and our record wrong and, and letting the world manipulate us and guide us so we can find out what percentage of a victim. Maybe I'll get some uh, from the uh, Indian reservation. Maybe if I can prove I'm 12% Cherokee, I can start getting checks. Uh, maybe if I can show somewhere like Meghan Markle that one of my family members is black, maybe then I could claim the victim status and uh, I can get all kinds of fun stuff. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's like that investment commercial where they're talking about over the last 20 years, this, this, this portfolio has returned 22%. And the very end of that commercial, they say, past performance does not guarantee future performance. And many people are living this deterministic life that this is just the way it is. Here you got a, a man 46 years old said, hey, this is just the way it is. He and his wife, after 10 years of getting ready to divorce, she's carrying a, a separate, different name. When I, she introduced herself to me, uh, she had a different name. I didn't know who she was, and then she told me who she was. Second time she talked to me after I knew who she was and she told me who she was, she used her husband's last name. The first time, she did not. It was her maiden name. They were ready to be divorced. Trust me, my wife, I, don't, I wonder if my wife even likes me half the time. Love is not a feeling. Uh, it's a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For I still love my wife, I do something about it. I don't walk out, I don't treat her meanly, I don't uh, you know, keep a fountain of flesh, I don't block an attack. I do my best to humble myself, to be meek, uh, to listen as best as I can, and even when I think she's wrong, to process it and see, God, what do I have here? But it's, it's amazing that any two people could ever spend a lifetime together because we have trauma. We have fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, low self-worth, low self-esteem. We want to know if we're good enough. We want to know if we're special enough. And then the person we marry treats us like crap and tells us they hate us and threatens to take the kids every time you get in a fight with them. That can be a bit much. And so what we got to do is be in the now moment. We got to be careful about the dross that we let attached to us. You know, that's what happens. We go through life as these precious little kids. That's why life is precious. That's why life begins at conception. And abortion's murder. Now, you might have a legitimate reason to murder somebody. Uh, you might. But you take a life, that's called murder. Read Genesis 9. God said there will be an accounting. Every life will give an account. And it says, whoever takes sheds human blood by a human, 
blood is required. I'm just telling you what the book says. Jeremiah knew, uh, God said, I knew you when you were in the womb, when I was stitching you together. So God says we have value, that God communicates to us. Uh, John the Baptist, remember when Mary walked in to see Elizabeth and Elizabeth was a few months pregnant, uh, or, or John, Jesus was a few months pregnant? As soon as you walked in uh, with the baby Jesus in the womb, John the Baptist jumped, kicked Elizabeth. And the Bible says that John the Baptist was imbued with the Holy Spirit from conception. So it's right there that the Bible has all the answers for life. But you got to realize our past does not uh, dictate our future. We can draw the line in the sand. I mean, there are a lot of famous failures. Think about this. What do Michael Jordan, Abraham Lincoln, J.K. Uh, Rowling all have in common? They know that failure is a stepping stone. Remember the quote by Michael Jordan? I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I've been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and missed it. I have felt over and over and over again in my life as that is why I succeed. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you've got to fail forward. You've got to learn from your failure and then pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again. That's why we've got to learn from our mistakes. We've got to become stronger and bolder, not weaker and fretter. Abraham Lincoln lost his job in 1832, defeated for legislature in 1832, failed in business in 1833, elected to legislature in 1834. His high school sweetheart, who's going to marry, died, Ann Rutledge, 1835. Had a nervous breakdown when it wasn't cool to have one. Now it's cool. 1836. Ran for speaker, was defeated, 1838. Defeated for nomination for Congress, 1843. Then three years later, elected to Congress, 1846. Then two years after that, lost the renomination. Then ran for land office a year later and lost that. Then ran for Senate six years later, five years later, and lost that. Then ran for vice president two years after that and lost that. Uh, then ran for Senate two years after that, 1858, and lost that. Do you see the failure Abraham Lincoln was? And then two years later. He was elected president in 1860, one of the greatest presidents. J.K. Rowling, I'm not a big fan of hers, although I do, do love that she's speaking up to cancel culture. I like that. She says it's impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. Failure gave me an inner security that I have never attained by passing examinations. Failure taught me things about myself that I could have learned no other way. I discovered that I had a strong will and more discipline than I suspected. I also found out that I had friends whose values were truly above the price of rubies. The knowledge that you have emerged wiser and stronger from setbacks means that you are ever after secure in your ability to survive. You will never truly know yourself or the strength of your relationships until both have been tested by adversity. Such knowledge is a true gift for all that is painfully won and it has been worth more than any qualification I ever earned. That's what we're talking about. Precious. But in order to separate all the pain, all the hurt from the precious, we've got to step out. We've got to trust. Remember, leadership is loop. It's P-E-C. Permission, example, culture. Remember, Victor was talking about when he's acting different, people around him are acting different. See, that's the key. We're so shut down, so fearful. So fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, 
that we we're, we're, we delegate on a leash. No one takes chances. And so you got to realize that comes from the top-down leadership as a loop. You got to flex your pecs, P-E-C. P is about permission. Leaders, we give people permission with our actions. When you play big and bold, it gives other people to play big and bold. When you treat the company like it's a, a difference maker, other people treat it like it's a different maker. When you treat people like they have value, then your employees treat other people like they have value. If you're honest and meek and mild, then it gives other people permission to be honest and meek and mild. So you got to give people permission unless you're a hypocrite. And the hypocrite's motto is do as I say, not as I do. But a leader's motto, a good leader, is watch what I do and hear what I say because they're going to be congruent. Which brings us to E, example. A picture is worth a thousand words. The typical human being speaks 120 to 150 words per minute. Mr. Black, I get to 180. One picture of respect or non-respect. One picture of love or non-love. One picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. I always tell people this. People don't need another sermon. They need an example. That's why Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. He says, I am your example. What you see me do, you do. And so people need an example. Why? Because a picture is worth a thousand words. And so what you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to a word you're saying. And then C's about culture. And remember, I'm not talking about yogurt. I'm talking about repeatable norms. I'm talking about acceptable behaviors. I'm talking about what do you expect from people? What do you model for people? It is that culture I create in Leadership Awakening of never accepting good enough, of a sense of urgency, of there's always more. Of if you get knocked on your butt, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again and again and again. Why? Because Proverbs twenty four sixteen says, A righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked will stumble to ruin. You gotta create a culture that allows your people. It's like soil. Out of good soil comes good produce. Out of bad soil comes bad produce. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you change your life. Like It Matters. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie-cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.